Welcome to What's That About? This week we're discussing spontaneous human combustion. Is it a thing? It's been spoken about for 300 years. Stick around to find out. Teaser there. Stick around to find out. Thank you very much. We didn't agree on that. You don't start putting little teaser trailers in. It was an embellishment. It's very, uh, very professional sounding. Yeah. I don't think we can pull that off. Now, before we get stuck into this topic, I've got a bone to pick with you. Hmm. I usually go see our mum once a week, have dinner, yep. enjoy a nice dessert when she makes it. She does what, some good desserts. What do I find that you got her from Mother's Day? A sugar-free cookbook. Just looking after it, Donnie. Thanks, thanks for ruining dessert, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I can tell what it's going to... As soon as I saw that cookbook, I had visions of like, mum, instead of making a lovely golden syrup dumpling, she's, she's making quinoa and flaxseed slice. <laughs> and I, can, I even imagined our mum saying, you don't even miss the sugar. I can't even taste it. I'm like, you bloody miss it. You bloody miss it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> we, we are very big into no sugar at the moment. And we will often whip up a beetroot cake. <laughs> and you bite into it and you try to convince yourself that it's still palatable, but it's not. I don't know, it's it? not palatable. I think it's hilarious how we... You know, we have the kind of relationship with mum where we can be... Frank to the point that it sounds incredibly rude to outsiders. I think it is rude. <laughs> I think we're just comfortable. <laughs> I think it's rude to mum. <laughs> the fact that we have essentially catalogued her top five desserts, her bottom five desserts, her top five main meals, and then when she puts a... For example, she likes cooking silver side meat. Yeah. <laughs> when she puts that on the table... One of our brothers will sit there and do a 10-minute diatribe about the fact that it's just red salt on the plate, yeah. definitely in your bottom five. I didn't come home to get a bottom five meal. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I, I try to be not that harsh, but she's a bit of a cowboy in the kitchen. She doesn't really go by recipes. And once she cooked custard, which I swear it was scrambled eggs. She basically <laughs> it was this thick and sludgy thing. Put that on toast with a bit of salt. You're not noticing the difference. <laughs> it was delicious. It was. <laughs> Lovely breakfast, Mum. Where's the custard, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a good mum, though. Yeah, she's good. She's a good... <laughs> we love her very much. <laughs> so, this week, we've got spontaneous human combustion. This was one of yours. Well, this has got you written all over yeah, it. Yeah, I did. I did. I heard about this. And I uh, thought it warranted a bit of looking into. Um, okay, so what's your definition? So, spontaneous human combustion is a term encompassing reported cases of the combustion of a living or recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. So, basically, people have been found, like, m they go missing, people get worried, they go to their house, and the house is completely normal, except for one spot where there's basically ashes and maybe like a leg that doesn't get burnt. The limbs don't often get burnt, but the the body is completely burnt to ashes and nothing else is touched. So it's almost as if they've just spontaneously combusted, a, hu <laughs> a human I'm referring to, and, <laughs> and no one knows why. And so these rumours have been 
It's been written about since the 1700s. It's a bit of a topic. Some people genuinely believe in it. Others don't. It, the like that the the image I get when you describe that is actually quite a kind of horrifying image. Like you walk into a house and everything is the same, except there's a pile of ashes on the floor next to a chair. Like it's mm. and it's just actually quite frightening. And there are some examples online where you know a postman went into a house or someone went into a house and everything was the same except in the bathroom. The floor had been burnt through and in the basement was the pile of the ashes. And in the bathroom, the guy still had like his glasses on the basin and his walking stick next to the cabinet. And just frightening, like, imagery. Like, that's pretty full on. Yeah, like, if it actually exists, it's really pretty scary stuff. Yeah. And, like, the like to me, there's, like, there's the, the conversation about was the combustion spontaneous like did it have no external ignition but even if even if it did just finding some ashes in a house is just scary in itself i don't i don't like that yeah it's weird and so the first time i came across the term spontaneous human combustion um i actually thought of a time when you know we used to share a bedroom and uh yeah. you know, sometimes i smelt a bit of spontaneous human combustion wafting up from the bottom bunk <laughs> after a, <laughs> after some baked beans <laughs> You are in rare form tonight, Dot. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I love the fact that we had a little bit of a, a pep talk this afternoon around. Do you reckon we're getting a little lowbrow on this? Podcast? Yeah, we're getting too lowbrow. Let's just class it up a little bit. With some baked beans, spontaneous combustion, <laughs> Joe. That does remind me of when we were kids sharing a bedroom and every night mum used to come and bring us a little cup of milk and a slice of bread. Mm. And I'm just starting to realise maybe we're not the sons we think we are because at the end of it, we'll drink, eat the bread and then finish the milk and then have a competition. Who could throw the cup down the hallway the furthest? I think first you, you criticised mum's bread to begin with and then you threw, <laughs> they threw the cup down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, multi grains is, is bottom five. Uh, bread. <laughs> I like a sourdough in the evening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's an interesting little situation here when... Because people can't often find the cause for the burning, they conclude that there was no cause. And that's right. That's a fairly slippery argument in the sense that no cause, sorry, not being able to find a cause doesn't mean there wasn't a cause. That's kind of my basic basic issue with spontaneous human combustion. So I'm I'm probably in the camp that I don't believe it exists. In, in that extreme form. I reckon there's a there's an ignition point, but we just can't identify it in these cases. Yeah, I agree. The problem is a lot of coroner's cases in the past, and I don't think so much now, but in the past, a lot of, some deaths have been attributed to spontaneous human combustion because they couldn't find another, another cause. It's probably not best to, yeah, it's probably not best to attribute it to something like that. It's actually, there's been written on their death certificate spontaneous human combustion just because they couldn't find another another cause which is that's right is it the, yeah that's actually written on the death certificate some yeah in the past i don't I, I can't remember exactly what year and it wouldn't happen now but it has in the past and that's probably why it sort of gathered momentum wowzers yeah there seems to be like two different types doesn't there there's the one where it's often an elderly person home alone and they might be sitting by an open fire and then the spontaneous combustion happens. Yeah. There's that. And then there's the less common type, which is, for some reason, it always seems to happen 
at like discos or dances or <laughs> when people are dancing, there's often like there was one example of a lady was dancing at a social and then her dress caught on fire mid dance and she raced out and had to put it out. Like that'd be the that'd be the best thing ever. If you're at the staff Christmas party and you're busting moves <laughs> and your pants catch on fire. <laughs> That's the dream, isn't it? It's a- <laughs> This guy's just smoking on the dance floor. Sometimes I'm busting out some moves and I'm just hoping that there's some smoke coming. Sometimes I feel my shoes just, <laughs> ooh, it's, it's smoke. Ouch. <laughs> Twinkle Toes Martin's burning it up again. <laughs> <laughs> then they're actually quite cold, my shoes. It, uh... <laughs> so, in terms of what's going on here, what are the theories around how this spontaneous combustion happens. So, the old theory was that mm, the majority of people that spontaneously com- were thought to spontaneously combust were alcoholics. So, the theory was that they that high sort of blood level of alcohol was somehow making them more flammable. And then... It was like an, en- an enzyme that was interacting with the alcohol causing the combustion. That was the theory, hey? Yeah, that's right. And I think that's pretty not really respected these days, that thought. Yeah, I think that one's been hit on the head for sure. Yeah. And what's another one? Combustion. <laughs> Look at this. We reverse roles and you've only got one theory? Yeah. <laughs> okay, tell us your one of three theories. Go for okay, it. Okay, here's theory two to seven. Yeah. Um, the, the main theory that's accepted now is what they call wick theory. Ah, uh, yes, I didn't know about that. And this is based on the idea that it isn't a spontaneous human combustion as as the kind of, not the conspiracy theory, but as the theory would say, this is the idea that someone's asleep or they're drunk or they're unconscious or they're mobility impaired and there's something in their environment like a cigarette or a spark off a fire or something which ignites their clothes. And from that point, you're kind of working like an inside-out candle where your clothes are the wick and your the fat in your body is the wax of the candle. And because you're burning the clothes up, the the fat is the fuel source. So, you end up kind of wrapping yourself in a wick of heat and then burning down like that. That's kind of wick theory. And they've tested this by wrapping pigs up in blankets and then lighting the blanket. And then like an hour or two later, the pig is, is completely made of, made of ash. So, yeah. it's kind of the most accepted theory at the moment. And I think... Mythbusters did an episode where they tested it, and it took a while to uh, took about a minute for the fat to actually alight. But the vast majority of people that have this, you know, have been seen to spontaneously combust, have been, as you said, under the influence of drugs or alcohol, or a lot of elderly people with mobility issues. So, if when they do light on fire, they're much less likely to be able to do th- something about it. So, this wick effect is probably on the money, I would say. Yeah, so they, I I agree. So we're kind of on the side of this is not a miraculous happening. This is just a very subtle ignition trigger that's making this happen. And there's some pretty good physics of fire and and fuel that that makes people burn to ash so quickly. And I think related to that, and it's kind of lots like lots of the topics we've spoken about where someone believes in something but we've never seen it happen. Yeah. If there are 7 billion people in the world and there are reports of spontaneous combustion, why has it never been caught on film? Like surely CCTV footage is everywhere these days, not in people's houses where the majority of this happens. You are not being security conscious if you haven't got it in your house though. 
get to it. Yeah. But so there's that. But also the theories around. Well, actually, now that I say this out loud, one of the theories was why would it only happen to humans, not animals? I'm like, because animals don't wear clothes. Yeah, that's just the. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Michael Jackson's bubbles did. And uh, <laughs> we all know how that worked out. <laughs> how did that work out? I don't know, actually. I think he got. I have a vague memory of him getting rid of it because he started biting or something. Yes, and that, I think the same thing happened to Justin Bieber. What? I think Justin Bieber did had a, a chimpanzee. Did he? I'm pretty sure he did, and it, it either attacked him or beat him or something, Gee. and he had to get rid of it. <laughs> what a tool. Justin Bieber. I think we need to do a whole episode on Bieber. Uh, another what's he about? And he let's needs, let's he do needs that. To, I think that's worth doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, bloody Bieber. Not a believer then, by the sounds of it? I'm the... Whatever the opposite of that is. A non-believer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well phrased. Thank you. <laughs> So I think that about does it. I think I think we've knocked that one on the head. Yeah, that was too easy. That one. That was that was probably the easiest uh, topic we've done. Done. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a weird role reversal here. You're doing the sign in. You're doing the sign off. <laughs> That's true. I've just sat here and made little smart art com- smart ass comments the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Dicky Knee on I Hate Saturdays. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you guys.